Small Business Sessions with Enterprise Nation. I am your host, Emily Chiswell. This is just one of the ways that we showcase the brilliance of our members. Perfect excuse, hopefully, for you to have a bit of a break. Maybe a cup of tea. Go on, spoil yourself. This week, an Enterprise Nation member that doesn't really know much different than working for himself. Product designer Simon kicked off his company pretty much as soon as he left uni. But it's not just an inspiring startup story because of that that we're bringing to your ears this week. Uh, But the products that he's creating are pretty darn inspiring too. So... So, Simon, I meet you out and about. Tell me what it is that you do. How do you describe what it is you do for a living? So I'd say version 22 creates products which solve the everyday problems in new ways. Ooh, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about that. Go on. So it's a design company. I started it when I left university. Okay, straight out of uni. Yeah, a couple of years ago. And I've created a couple of products to date. The first one is called Gecko Hub which is a wall-mounted grab-and-go storage system. So you can think of it as a notice board for 2D paper objects and 3D stuff like phones and wallets and that sort of thing. Uh, I crowdfunded that a few years ago, and that's all out and about in different countries around the world now. And then I crowdfunded the second product, Nimble, which is a one-finger safety cutter. So you wear it on your fingertip like a thimble. Um, It's got a very small but safe blade, which you can use to cut open packaging, open boxes, envelopes, that sort of thing. And I crowdfunded that on Kickstarter again earlier this year. And that went brilliantly. Uh, we did quite a lot of planning. It was very hard work. And I was I had my eyes open from the first one how hard it was. So, I was going to say, because that's like a full-time job, isn't it? Yeah. And even though I'd read a lot about it and knew it was hard work, I still got taken by surprise with the first one. So for this second one, we put in more planning. Um, I had someone to help me this time. And it, it went really, really well, which was, which was brilliant. So now we're off the back of that. We're then looking to scale up production of Nimble and ship it out to different countries soon. Amazing. How exciting. That's so good. Did you study this kind of stuff at uni? Was that your background? Yes, yeah. I went to Loughborough University and studied product design engineering there. So that right. was a four-year degree and then a placement in the middle as well. And so were you always wanting to set up your own company? Was that something you said you did straight out of the back of uni? Was that something you were always wanting to do, run your own business, do you think? or No, it, it's something that sort of crept up on me, to be honest. Um, I've always been really like a really keen fan of designing things. I've always loved figuring out how things work, building my own you know, furniture, gadgets at home, that sort of thing. And growing up, design technology was my favourite subject at school. I knew I wanted to do engineering. And I thought that meant that I'd then go and work for another company, design my own products or design products for them within that company. And then I realised, oh, actually, why don't I just form my own thing and then I can design the ideas I want to design and yeah, move at, move at a pace that I want to move at. Yeah, so I, amazing. Yeah. Love that sound around here. Very welcome. Um, but it's tricky. You know, running your own business is notoriously hard, even if you're doing something that you love. Tell us a little bit more about the challenges of building up version 22. Um, there's quite a few challenges. I had to pick the top few. One would be awareness. So it's one good thing having a great idea. It's another thing people actually knowing about it. Yeah, getting the so, word out. It's yeah, so exactly. Tough. Yeah, so, you know, things like building a Facebook following, other social media network followings, a mailing list, having people actually know who you are and what your products are. Uh, that's one challenge. Another one is cash flow, um, having the money in the bank when it's needed. So um, These are all too familiar, it, they're aren't all, they? They're all, yeah, I'm just, re- I'm just repeating the ones that you've heard many times before. No, but, but they it's are the, good. The, yeah, the, the, they are. The, There's the, a reason why. There is a reason why that everyone says it. Um, yeah. They are the biggest challenges. And another one for me is knowing whether you're doing the right thing at any given moment. So prioritising, and it's very easy to get... You can spend a week getting things done that seem... Well, they're urgent, 
but they're not important. Um, so you get to the end of the week and you've ticked everything off your list and then you think, oh, actually, that hasn't you know, forwarded my business in any way. Um, so it's, it's finding a routine that allows you to take a step back and figure out what you actually need to be doing. It's so, so hard, that, though, when you're doing it for yourself. You want that sort of overall-seeing eye to be like, come on now, move on to, you know, project two, you've done enough. on. It's, you know, that would be great to have that, actually. It would be brilliant to have, like, 100% clarity all the time uh, but it just I actually happen, I, so. I normally ask um in these podcasts actually i'll come back to it later there's a question about superpowers we have to remember this okay. in time for later um dull so advice i'd love to find out a bit about what advice you wish you would have been could have been given when you started off that would be helpful maybe for someone else who's, who's setting off on a similar journey do you have any sort of nuggets that you could you know that would have been useful to know before you embarked on your adventure i think one of the things that slowed me down at the start was trying to figure everything out myself um, because I guess it's sort of a matter of pride and you think you see other people starting their own businesses, they seem to be doing it all on their own. So you try and do everything on your own. Um, but then I realised too slowly, I think, that actually when it comes to certain things within business, um, whether it's for manufacturing, for example, the processes used to manufacture plastic parts, I'd studied it, but there were people out there that had been doing it for 30 years, 40 years. And I... I think one day, a couple of years ago, I had a conversation with a chap over the phone who worked at a factory or owned a factory producing plastic parts. And that 10-minute conversation was equivalent to about two to three months of my own efforts designing the product. Oh, my God, smack in the face. Yeah, so (laughs) after that conversation, I was like, right, I need to definitely (laughs) speak to more people about this sort of thing. And it's not just just manufacturing. Um, It took me too long to hire an accountant and a bookkeeper and things like that. And again, I studied it at school. I knew the principles. But these people, again, they're making money and profiting and running businesses doing it. They know what they're doing. Um, so that's another example. Yeah, definitely. It's just that delegation. It's so It can be so helpful. Tricky when you're a startup because of finance. Again, coming back to the cash flow. Yeah. yeah. Um, outsourcing these things is very tricky, mm. but you don't necessarily have to pay for the advice all the time. If you, if you pull the startup recent graduate card, a lot of the time you can get advice for free. A lot of firms, like law firms, for example, they'll give you an hour of their time for free just as a standard sort of procedure if you like so there are ways to get advice for free it's just asking and putting it out there isn't it i think that's the that's the thing if you don't ask you don't get exactly yeah exactly. trying your luck yeah <laughs> um enterprise nation being a member with us how how's that helped you develop it's a bit of a funny one because i actually became aware of enterprise nation very randomly and didn't actually become a member for a few months and then it was a case of once i signed up i was like well why don't i do this earlier um Oh, that's I was good to hear. Yeah, I like so I that. was I was running a Kickstarter campaign for my first product, and Emma had heard about it, back to my campaign, and we got talking through Twitter. Um, she invited me to an Enterprise Nation event as a Q and A Q&A panel member, and then also helped get a, get me a feature in the Economist as well. Nice as you do, exactly. And then no I wonder think, you like Enterprise Nation, exactly. So <laughs> that was that was hugely exciting. Um, and then I thought, right, well, I've already got all this value from Enterprise Nation and I'm not even a member yet. So um, I signed up and then since then I've also had the opportunity to go to number 10 with a few other Enterprise wow. Nation members. Oh, one of those government visits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was really exciting. And um, then another time was at Meet the Journalists event in Nottingham that I went to. I found out about it the day of the event in the afternoon, booked in and headed up. So I'm in Loughborough, so it's only a short stop along the train. Went there, um, grabbed a seat on the front row and... Um, actually got the opportunity to pitch to the journalists at the end which was really great it wasn't um, part of the the schedule I didn't know it was coming 
Um, but one of the journalists was from the Sunday Times and she uh, she picked it up for a feature, which oh, is brilliant. Oh, you're a great poster boy, doll. We'll have you. We'll have you. <laughs> <laughs> so again, that was, it was, I didn't really know what to expect going to the event. I was looking to get more advice about how to approach journalists and it just sort of happened. Amazing. Yeah. Being there. Yeah. Um, so going back to what we were talking about earlier, at the moment we are asking people what superpower would be handy to have in the development of your business. Any ideas what you choose? You can choose anything. That's a tricky one. Um, I think those things we were chatting about earlier could be classed as superpowers, yeah. but I don't want to put words in your mouth. So, yeah, taking a step back, man, would be a good one. If, you, <laughs> if, you, if you're able at any point to gain complete clarity of your business, the strategy, everything. But also, um, I'd quite like to be, you know, the world's best salesperson. Because although there's a negative stigma around sales, if you can't sell anything, then you're not bringing any money in, so you haven't got a business. And it is really, really important. And it's something that I'm still learning with and need to speak to more people about to, to learn how to do that process better. Because if you can sell all of your products to every single customer you want to, um, obviously, you know, morally and to people that actually can benefit from it, then, then you're, you're on a roll. On a roll indeed. Kind of the aim of the game, isn't it? But so much harder often than we think it is, isn't it? Thank you so much to Simon for sharing that little nugget and the rest of his chin wag with us for that matter too. Super great to speak to him for this week's small business session. And there's more where that came from, by the way. Don't forget you can subscribe to us on iTunes if you like what you hear or you just fancy a little bit more. Head to iTunes and search for the small business sessions. Also, if you run a small business and you want to feature on one of these, then we would love to hear from you. Head to our website, enterprisenation.com. You can find out more about us and how you get involved. If you become a member with us this is just one of the member benefits we've got meetups events exclusive discounts ebooks that's just for starters enterprisenation.com for more information next week now when i say i'm excited about one of these small business sessions that tends to be the general gist because i'm pretty much excited about all of them uh, such an honor to chat to the lady that i'm chatting to next week she is the founder of a skincare range that she's created for people going through cancer she's a cancer survivor herself and this range of beauty products is specifically for people undergoing that treatment so as you can imagine pretty inspiring stuff so make sure you don't miss it join us for that small business session next week